0: Welcome back to Guidance From Within. I'm your friend and host, Brittany, bridging the seen and unseen worlds of our reality. Today, I wanna to talk to you about my morning routine and the things that have sort of changed my life recently. And although I'm obviously going to forever be a work in progress, I wanted to dive in with you and share kind of my tips for waking up and having a better day. I think a lot of us are sort of trapped in a hamster wheel, where we get into this morning routine that is fast, that is, you know, maybe breakfast on the go, it's probably a lot of coffee, it's probably a lot of, okay, let's get let's get ready for the day, let's do the best we can, grab the coffee out the door, and that kind of start to your day can be beneficial if you really have a lot of energy when you start your day. (laughs) But if you're like me and you wake up slow and you enjoy waking up slow where your alarm goes off and you're not 100% in your body, but your alarm goes off and you need a little bit of time for kind of that soul energy to ground you and come back into your body right when you wake up. The things I'm going to share today may help you because they've helped me a lot. I try to get up around 7 a.m. every day. It's not perfect. It doesn't usually happen. My personal goal is to actually start to get up around 6 a.m. every day and then eventually work towards 5 a.m. Wake up every day, even on my days off, even on the weekends. The reason why is because what I just said, it takes me a while to feel fully grounded in my body once I'm awake. And I don't do well with fast, quick mornings. Sometimes I much prefer an easier and a slower start. I also feel very productive. If I have an earlier morning around 8am up until noon, I feel very productive. So I'm naturally a morning person. If you're not naturally a morning person, it don't, don't worry about what time you wake up. Maybe some of the other things that we're going to talk about today will help you. (laughs) So I do wake up at 7 or try to, sometimes my body does need more sleep. I want to change that to 6 a.m., eventually 5 a.m. so that I can be more productive in my day and have a slower wake up. The next thing I do once I wake up is I drink water. I drink a glass of water. If I have lemon, it's always lemon water if I have it in the house and I make tea. So I used to be an avid coffee drinker. I would drink it all day, every day, didn't matter what time, and still sleep at night, which strangely, now that I think about it, sounds really unhealthy. How can you drink so much coffee and still sleep at night? That probably shows you how high my high energetic times were and how low my low energetic times were, because when I would drink coffee, I would crash and still sleep at night. Not really the best balance. Um, How long has it been? This is so funny. It's been probably six months since I stopped. Um, Actually, probably more, probably more like seven months since I stopped waking up and making coffee every morning. So my go-to would be wake up, grab the water, immediately start the coffee pot. I realized as I'm growing as a person, but also as I'm growing in my energy work, that The coffee was making me more and more and more anxious and coffee can do that. It can make you anxious, especially if it doesn't really fit you. If the vibration of coffee and the way that it affects your endocrine system, your hormones, your adrenal glands, it gives you that fight or flight kick. Some of us really need it, but if you don't really need it, I implore you to think about switching maybe from coffee to a gentle tea. Tea, I my go to is a black tea. It's an Earl Grey. The reason why is because, like I said, coffee was giving me too many jitters, too much anxiety. I switched over to tea and kind of, this is so silly, but one of my motivating practices to switching over to tea was was actually because I have a really cute tea set and I was never using it. And I thought, well, let me start drinking black tea in the morning so then I can use my cute rose tea set. That way, when I wake up and I'm making something to nourish my body at 7am or whenever, it is a process. I have my oat milk, I might put honey in there or not. I'm going to brew the tea and really have it be more of a ceremonial practice than just making coffee and going. Does that resonate with you? And really think about this. Does the thought of switching over from coffee to tea resonate with you? If it's giving you some kind of, hey, pay attention, or hey, this sounds good, or if your body is saying, that might be a good thing to try, listen to that. That's your intuition telling you this might serve you better in the long run. I don't get headaches from a lack of caffeine when I switched over to doing an Earl Grey tea. It turns out that that tea is perfect for me and it fits exactly what I need and what my body can function on. I will also say starting to drink tea, I feel energized throughout the whole day and I don't crash. And I only drink tea in the mornings or sometime before 3 p.m. After 3 p.m., I rarely drink tea or anything that has caffeine, to be honest. So no matcha, no green tea, no Earl Grey after around 3 p.m. And I feel energized all day. It has worked really well for me, and I hope that you try it. The other thing is water. Make sure to drink water right when you wake up. You just spent you know five to eight hours or maybe nine hours if you're like me. <laughs> I do get eight to nine hours of sleep at night. So that can also attribute to why I'm energized throughout the whole day. I do get a lot of sleep. Um, but yeah, make sure to drink water because it's you're going without water for a very long time. So I would say, water when you wake up. And if you can add a glass of water, maybe an hour or so before you go to bed, that way you're hydrated while you're sleeping would be really good for you. And it's also really good for your skin. Um, lots of water. And I would also say lots of different teas, the herbal teas, even if they have caffeine or not, can be really good for, um, I, I really think can be really good for getting some nutrition. I think that there's If we look at matcha or we look at green tea, it can be really good with antioxidants and um, do some research around the benefits of tea and what type of tea calls to you because it's high, it's more hydrating and it can benefit you. And I think I'm just pro tea. I love tea. Another thing that I do in the morning, if I have that extra time would be reading. I love to read. I love fiction books. I love spiritual books. I love all kinds of books and I love to read. I have an extra 30 minutes, honestly, sometimes even 10 or 15 minutes to squeeze in there. I will be reading. (laughs) I love waking up, grabbing the water, grabbing my tea, opening whatever book I'm interested in at the moment and reading 15 to 30 minutes a morning. It honestly is the perfect amount of time that hour or 45 minutes is the perfect amount of time for me to go All right. I'm back into my body. I've allowed myself a gentle wake up. I've hydrated. I have a little bit of caffeine in me to get me motivated and going. And then I start my day and that can be a game changer. Another thing I would recommend is if you don't really want to read when you wake up, do some gentle stretching. Um, This does not have to be yoga. This doesn't have to be an hour-long yoga practice. You can wake up and do some gentle stretching. So my go-to is cat-cow, stretching the spine. I do some simple leg stretches. I might go into downward-facing dog. Um, And the way that, oh, and also twists. I love going into some gentle twists when I wake up too. But the way that you open your spine and your hips in the morning and even your shoulders are, are stretching the neck can really help you wake up the body and come back into the body in a way that's very gentle and soothing and it'll help you wake up. That would be my other suggestion. Another suggestion that I'll I'll do, and it's usually actually... Somatic stress release or somatic therapy, I practice this usually right before I need to get some heavy work done, or if I have a huge day with clients, or even if I do feel a little bit tired and not really in my body from the stretching or the reading, I'll go into somatic stress relief. I'll put a link for that, whether you're on YouTube, the blog, podcast, wherever you're listening from, there will be a link. So if you just pull up the details, I'll send you a link to a video that i um, I really gravitate towards as far as somatic stress relief and how to move the body. Basically, it's intentional shaking to wake up the body and to calm the nervous system and kind of prepare for your day. Um, It's a really beautiful practice and you'll just have to try it to see if it's something that you like. There are a lot of different somatic stress relief uh, exercises that you can do. I'm just gonna link you to my favorite one. Um, Another thing, if you're not really a reader Or if you need your morning routine to be sort of different, you don't want to do the same thing every day, maybe adding morning pages. So Julia Cameron is the the author of The Artist's Way, really famous book. (laughs) I highly recommend you check it out. Um, But she describes morning pages where you wake up and you brain dump three pages front and back, You get anything that's on your mind out on paper, you release it and you do not reread what you've written. It's really important that you don't reread what you've written so that you're not judging yourself or criticizing yourself for what's come out of you. It's about the release. And if you do need help with throat chakra or you do need help with communication, doing morning pages for a while. is a really great way to practice the release of communication and to practice getting off your chest what you need to say. It's also an energetic practice of sort of whatever's going on inward, you push it outward and it can be really healthy and you do not reread your morning pages. Okay. If you wake up and there's nothing going on in your brain and you're not sure what to write, write song lyrics, um, maybe write mantras, maybe you just write a letter to someone or a letter to yourself, maybe you describe your morning or a dream that you had. When you get into the routine of this, there's a lot that I think you'll be surprised at how much you can communicate and how much wants to come out of you. (laughs) The thing that I do as well, so whether I'm waking up getting my water and my tea, those are kind of my non-negotiables in the morning because it's a part of my routine and I love it. If I read, sure. If I stretch, sure. If I do somatic stress relief, that's great. If I want to do morning pages or write, that's also wonderful. Sometimes I do it all. Sometimes I only have time to do one and sometimes my day starts really fast and all I have time for is to grab my tea. It is what it is. But one thing that I do every single morning, no matter how fast my day starts or how slow my day starts is I make my bed. There's this really beautiful sort of energetic shift that happens when you wake up and you get out of bed and right before you start your day or after you get your, your tea or your water, you go back to your room and you make your bed. It's sort of this ceremonial signal that the day has begun and you are shaking off a whole night's Hopefully a full night of sleep for you. (laughs) That's what I hope for you. You're shaking it off. You're clearing the energy of your whole house, of your whole room. You're making your bed to symbolize the day has started and we've begun. And I am open and ready for what my day has in store for me by making your bed. It can be a very beautiful ritual. And you can say those things while you're making your bed and throwing your pillows on the bed and putting your throw blanket on there. I start my day. I am ready for what my day has in store for me. And it can be a really beautiful moment. Uh, One thing that I will add into this, if you really don't want to make your bed or you don't uh, enjoy that process, think about a gratitude list in your mind while you're making your bed. What can be really beautiful is that I really don't want to make my bed, but I should do my gratitude list this morning. It's part of my morning routine. Maybe it's something you want to start implementing. Combine the two. I'm do my gratitude list while I'm making my bed. 30 seconds or a minute later, you've done your gratitude list, you've raised your vibration, you've made your bed. Isn't that amazing? You can do everything and you don't have to compromise sort of your mental and emotional state and well-being so that you can go make your bed, (laughs) right? Also, if you do gentle stretching or somatic stress relief in the morning or morning pages, you can add in a gratitude list while you stretch while you're doing somatic stress relief, or you can even add in a gratitude list while um, you're writing your morning pages. So here's an example. A gratitude practice will put you in a state of receptivity. It will put you in a state of um, a higher vibration. And to be honest, it kind of opens your heart chakra a little bit when you do it. My morning gratitude list would look like, I'm very thankful to wake up with a beautiful day ahead of me that is full of opportunity. very thankful to wake up and go make my favorite tea in my favorite mug every morning. And to know that I have comfort and safety surrounding me. I'm also very thankful for my health. So one thing you might want to be in gratitude is even if your health is sensitive and you struggle with your optimal health, go ahead and add health into it. Because what you're saying is you're grateful or you're thankful for the health of my body and the health of my entire being go into the vibration of optimal health even if you don't necessarily feel like it it is totally okay for you to call in the vibration of optimal well-rounded health mental health emotional health physical health and You might think that that seems a little unrealistic because we do want to be realistic about where we are in life and what we're working on, but it is absolutely okay for you to call in the vibration of what you want in your life. I am in optimal health. I call in that vibration. I am in optimal abundance. I call in that vibration. I am in the highest good and in alignment with my highest self and everything that I do. We're calling in that intention and the vibration behind what we say. Basically, when we think about a morning routine, when we think about these small things that we can do to change our whole day, what we're really doing is bringing mindfulness and intention back into the practice of when we wake up. I personally believe that every day is sacred. And I believe that our days are not set in stone. If you're waking up and you give yourself a moment to really come back into your body, to have a routine that suits and fits you and makes you feel good about where you are and what you're doing in the day ahead, you can create a sustainable vibration every time you wake up that will carry you through ups and downs and the in-betweens a constant in your life and relying on yourself to do a morning routine that suits you actually can build up trust for yourself, and it can allow your day to start out in a very sacred way, Um, you know, because so many of us in our culture and in our society, we rush and we push, and we're expected to be somewhere on time. And... If that is you, I implore you to wake up an hour earlier to give yourself time to figure out a routine that serves you where you can start your day in a higher vibratory state, where you can start your day feeling in alignment with who you are and start your day with a renewed sense of energy. That's what I implore you. If you're like, I have kids, I have things to take care of, I have this to do, whatever it might be, my response to you would be wake up earlier, and if you're not getting enough sleep to wake up earlier, I think that that would have to go into a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> then we would take a look at the structure of your day. Then we would take a look at your nighttime routine. My question I will leave you with is how does your nighttime routine, whether it exists or not, your routine may be no routine. That's very honest. <laughs> How does your nighttime routine affect when you wake up in the morning and that's when we would go into that so i implore you to start thinking about it and how that connects to your day ahead if you have any questions or comments please leave them below i would love to start talking to you more about my morning routine and even you thinking about building one that's better for you and your lifestyle click the links below they're going to lead you to some really fun things when it comes to what you can do in the morning to add i'm going to lead a video for morning pages a video for somatic stress relief. And that way you can explore these things and maybe add them into your day to better support you and what you need. I will see you next week on the podcast and thanks for listening. Take care.